Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Boy, am I glad to see Rob Santer. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you would be. <laughs> Our fabulous producer, he took good care of us all morning long on the Sunrise Show, and he took fabulous care of you last week in my absence, where he does have uh, a few extra keystrokes to do every day, so we appreciate that. So thank you, Rob. You know, I want to switch thank places you with you permanently. I like being able to control the microphones. <laughs> I can <laughs> shut you off. For well, there we go. Hello, hello. There goes Joe. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yes, it's a tremendous feeling of power. It is. It's very, very empowering to sit over there. And now, look at you. Now I'm back to being reduced to sitting over here with no control over anything except the headphone volume and, <laughs> and the mouse that you yell at me when I use. <laughs> you can use it a little. You're allowed to touch okay. it. Like, touch it now while I'm reading something else. All right. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us at 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com, or you can text Text us at 70236. That's our Text Connect system that allows us to send you important messages via the Text Connect system. It's uh, way fewer than a dozen texts a month during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. We probably got up to a dozen or so a month. But uh, most cases, it's closed roads, tornadic weather, weather warnings, uh, dead celebrities, that kind of thing. Uh, if it had been a more timely announcement, such as the death of Regis Philbin over the weekend, boy, I'll tell you what, Mr. Teller. Uh, we probably would have text connected that, but it was uh, early in the morning, so we didn't get a chance to do that. But uh, nonetheless, text connect an opportunity for you to get breaking news and information from uh, WDKOK, and you can sign up at WDKOK.com. So welcome aboard, sir. You had plenty of calls last week, so thanks for being in the catford seat. I do know that it uh, requires extra work. Tremendous power, but uh, with great power comes great obligation. I thought it was great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I think that's Get right. the quote right if you're going to spout it at me. I forget who said it. Oh, Luke said it first. Did he? Okay. Well, he's quoting Jesus with great power. <laughs> With great, great power, power comes, comes great responsibility. Like that. Yeah, that sounds sounds biblical. right. All right. Well, uh, biblical. New Testament. We had a lot of biblical calls last week. I heard about this. <laughs> Do we want to develop a positive policy about calling in to just read Scripture on the air? Well, yeah, I think that that's... Uh, I did point out to one caller who was reading passage after passage that that's mm-hmm. not what the program is about. We're not here to read the Bible to people. You know, if you want to point out that in something or something it says something important, fine, but right. you know, not reading it. Okay. All right. Well, so uh, three-minute... Limit if we only have four rules now, so <laughs> right. it should be easy. But four or three minute limit if a caller is waiting, uh, and then you get an additional one minute later, and just right. one opportunity for one minute later. And uh, I forget the other rule. And then the fourth one is no scripture reading. But you're welcome to uh, summarize and read what make is. your point. It's a discussion program. Call in, make your point, right, and then move on. Don't use your whole three minutes to read. 
good good Bible passages, which are fabulous, but the Revised Common Lectionary is not part of our programming. Well, plus the fact there are several different versions of the Bible. The version you choose may not be the version someone else chooses. Okay. So, in any event. Which one do you read in church? Um, Vulgate. I'm a Catholic. Okay. I've never even heard of it. That's bad of me. (laughs) All right. 1-800-795-9565. We'd love to hear from you on a wide range of topics. Uh, Came up last week, uh, the pandemic and the trends and the truth and uh, what's being reported. And Governor Wolf, and uh, I I should have brought it with me. He Overnight, he issued a news release saying that he would not be signing nor vetoing uh, one of the legislature's uh, unanimous votes recently uh, to to make sure that the government stays a pandemic, the state government stays transparent during emergencies. And so he chose not to sign that or veto it, which means it becomes law. But one of his remarks is just how transparent and open government has been during the pandemic. And I thought, oh, my gosh, whose world are you living in? But anyway, OK, so that that's one of the rare opportunities for an override of a veto in Pennsylvania. And that uh, fizzles away because he uh, allowed that to become law. So. so we can talk about that. Well, we had the big uh, protest out in Mifflinburg yesterday. Yeah, um, I would say... Uh, I, I 170 say, people, the paper said this morning. Oh, okay. I didn't see that, <laughs> but uh, I would say dozens on every corner. I'm sure it added up to more than 170, but uh, dozens on every corner, plus a lot of people chose to just drive through. So I don't know I don't know if you would count them. Some had American flags and signs, and some some just drove. Some had the uh, pride some flag. Spectators, but right? I did hear an interesting call, a police call on the scanner from the Mifflinburg police where someone had called in and said that, quote, a Trump supporter had threatened them with a baseball bat. Mm. And then later on, I heard the Mifflinburg police say they had one in custody. And then later still, I heard them saying the person was being released. Well, I heard all kinds of, uh, well, not all kinds, but probably two or three, maybe four incidental reports of what you're describing, where there was just a conflict between people people. and a a lot of shouting. But but everybody got their viewpoint in yesterday, so I think it's all good. I think there were four or five groups that pulled together yesterday's rally and then the Wangers rally. I'm not sure who pulled it together, maybe Wangers themselves, but the First Amendment rally was held on Saturday, and that was a fundraiser for these families, so that was noteworthy. I just think it's great when democracy is in action. I think it's great when it's peaceful. I mean, I don't care what you protest or how often you protest as long as it's peaceful. And you don't expect me to go along with you if I I don't want to. (laughs) Well, yeah, we can talk about, uh, you know, uh, the Black Lives Matter protests that had popped up in the U.S. Uh, Initially, there was some looting and rioting. um, Oh, there still is. Go to Portland, Oregon. Hold on, uh, three weeks ago. And then they almost all got quiet, although, although Washington State never got called. My daughter lives in Oregon and says, for example, in Portland and in Seattle, uh, there's been turmoil there since the get-go, and it never subsided. Of course, she's young and could tell you exactly how it happens each night, but well, that's not only that, just but, another um, opinion. You know, the president has sent in some federal law enforcement personnel, not troops, but law enforcement personnel to protect federal buildings. And who do which, they work for? Homeland Security? Some of them Treasure. Homeland Security, some of them Border Security, just federal agents or federal officers who are law enforcement trained personnel to protect federal property. And some of my Facebook friends are even posting things, calling them, uh, comparing them to the Gestapo and calling them thugs, which I find absolutely reprehensible. You know, they are not thugs. They are not Gestapo. They are not stormtroopers. 
they are United States of not military, but they are United States law enforcement, law enforcement officials. But you know that they're behaving. Well, you know, it's funny because everybody always says, oh, well, Fox News, all they do is this and that and the other thing. But Fox News <laughs> addressed every one of the complaints that people had, saying that they were using unmarked cars, and they pointed out they had the director on from Homeland Security, said, yes, we are using unmarked cars, but that's not unusual in law enforcement. How many times have you seen unmarked state police cars roaming you know, having somebody stopped along the highway. Unmarked cars are a matter of safety in a, lar- in a large respect. And, of course, if you're not doing anything wrong, no one's going to interfere with you. Uh, so that's that issue. They also said they had their didn't have their name names on their uniforms. And the director said that's true because they had instances where some of their officers were doxxed. They got the, made, managed to get their personal information and put it out on the Internet, and their families were being threatened. But each officer had an identifying number on his sleeve Hmm. that would tell you who he was if you got the number. So, I mean, all these things are calling them thugs and they're saying they're uh, uh, Trump stormtroopers. I mean, they ought to really be ashamed of themselves for that. These are law enforcement officials of the United States of America. They are trained. They are expert at what they do. They're there to preserve federal property, which is their job, and it's the president's job to preserve federal property as well. Well, I think that's one perspective, but I, I, we know that uh, law enforcement have, uh, I, I use the phrase behave. I'm not sure, not sure that's right. They worked outside the bounds of the law. Uh, you described Where? them in, when? in Seattle and in Portland. They did? Yes, Doing what? Absolutely. Uh, not identifying themselves, not displaying any numbers. They did identify themselves. Uh, instigating problems <laughs> with, uh, or with... Where are you getting this with stuff? People, from people who are present, who are objective viewers of this. Uh, right. From where the, are you the getting left, yours? The, the left-wing protesters is where you're getting it from. No, I got Objective it from, witnesses who are present. And what about the law enforcement officials, the head of Homeland Security, who went on TV and explained exactly what they're doing and why they're doing it? Oh, I'm that sure. We don't believe them because... Oh, no, the rioters are much no, more no, important no, to believe. There is a, definitely a law that he's talking about, but he's not present. Uh, we're talking about reports that actually take place, and the vast majority of law enforcement there. And they wouldn't lie. They wouldn't make anything up. These are honorable people with their little torches setting fire to things and throwing frozen water bottles at police. These, are, okay, these the, are quality people. <laughs> admit. Now, tell us, remind us where you get your source. Say it again. Network television. Uh, they had pictures. Fox News funnels. Not just Fox News. <laughs> I saw, saw the demonstrations oh, on other channels. And even on MSNBC, they showed them throwing frozen water bottles at the police. (laughs) Right. So now you heard You don't believe that either, huh? Uh, Well, no, I I think there's bad behavior on both sides. This idea that it's the law enforcement are little angelic angels that step down off of a helicopter (laughs) and get to behave and display their little three-digit number on is one thing. But the fact that you think that the protesters are the instigators of all of the conflicts, it's, it's really... It's just very naive of you. That's all. But that's fine. That's well, why the would Fox they, view. Why, what would the police be doing? Why would they have any vested interest in coming after peaceful protesters when they don't have a history of doing that? When and if you're not doing anything, why, no, no, let me put my hand up to stop you. Okay. What if they, you know, why would they have any th- reason to interfere with peaceful protests unless they felt they were being threatened? Over the weekend, the Minneapolis police or some police department out there almost lost a precinct again. These are not necessarily good cool, people. There's no argument. It's out of And hand. what I heard was that at the start of the evening, the peaceful protesters are there, and then the Antifa types come on later at the night, toward midnight, and start doing the damage. You know, the police have every right to protect themselves so and to 
that property. Criminals are behaving criminally. Yes, and you know <laughs> that uh, let's say 0.01 percent of law enforcement officers are criminals, but you say none uh, of that 0.01 well, percent uh, is present in Portland. Let's or Seattle. say every police officer there incited these riots. Are the riots still justified? I don't think there's riots are justified. I don't personally justify it, but I, I know why people do it, and I would suggest that you listen to find out why it's happening. All right, we All right got, well, what can we do? I'll ask you the same question I asked Steve last week. Okay. What do these folks want? What is it that they want today that we could do today that would send Isn't them home funny? and make them peaceful? I think it's funny we're a month in and you still don't know that answer. Well, do you know it? I know that they're what, what it, today? It started what can with we do Black today? Lives Matter. It started out with police brutality issues and defunding the police. And none of them have, have happened in the recent weeks. I mean, they, they would, all these uh, New York took a billion dollars away from their police department. Other communities, uh, Portland or Seattle, are there funding the police. So what else do we need to do? Let's let our callers in on this. 1-800-795-9565. We have some open lines. We have two lines lit. So Than goes before the break. Eric goes after. We start out with number one. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning, Mark, and welcome back to the Mailu. Uh, and Joe, I honestly can't believe you. Do you have a little winder on your back where they wind you up and you go, tick, 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 follow the big orange ball, follow the big orange ball? It's okay if stormtroopers come into our cities unannounced and unwanted and pepper spray mothers who are trying oh, to come, come up now. with racial justice. Uh, oh, Joe, yes, that's all they're doing. The they they were sent group. in they were sent in to spray mothers with mace because they're asking for social justice. Well, that's yes, what they that's did. what we do here in the police in the United <laughs> yeah, States. No, America. we don't, Joe. This is my United States, and I don't like your United States where the military comes in and takes over They're not cities. the military. Than, than, they are not the military. Justice and law. Than, they are not the military. They are are uniformed police officers of various divisions of the federal government. They are not okay, troops. Okay, can we call them brown shirts, then? Now, why don't we just say that you're way off the beam, brother? Way off the beam. These are United States citizens. Go read the Constitution and find out where the heck your beam is going. Well, why don't you read, watch the coverage and see what these people are doing and what they're, <laughs> the threat they're posing. I'm an old guy on a hot day. I watch a lot of coverage. I can see what's actually happening. And these these people are coming in. I don't care whether you call them military or not. They sure look military to me. They act military, and they shouldn't. They're in a city. And and you know this, Joe, and somehow you're going along. Police, let's police this orange man and get rid of the kind of weak need. Biden. All police, that's just ridiculous. Fan, all police officers are paramilitary. They're trained that way. They are okay. a paramilitary in, in organization. Words, you haven't watched the uh, demonstrations yourself. Oh, I have watched you the demonstrations. You can see them piling out of black cars, running across the street, shooting bullets at reporters. Bullets? Good heavens. Oh, how I many mean, were killed, Than? How many, how many were killed? They out if you're playing too hard. <laughs> so you haven't, then you haven't personally seen the demonstrators throwing frozen water bottles at police. You haven't seen the stories or the injuries of the police, the 57 policemen injured in uh, Seattle over the weekend. You haven't seen those well, pictures. Well, you know what? When you, when you come storming into my house... <laughs> They're and not storming into anybody's group. house. They're not and storming into anybody's you house. Are, were I to have a gun, 
I might shoot you. Whose house? I might throw a frozen water bottle at you if I thought I was protecting myself. They're not storming into anybody's house. Protesting racial inequality, (laughs) which you cannot see through your racial blinders. Oh, brother. Now I'm a racist. Okay. You know, this is typical left wing stuff. No, no, no. Do you know the difference between a. Well, first of all, uh, Than, they're not going uh, into anybody's uh, house. Have you. Tell me whose house they're going into. What reporting have you seen that said they're going into people's homes? Don't worry. None. No, no, I. You said they they were going in there. Into our town. No, you said my home. Unwanted, unannounced, and shooting rubber bullets and gas canisters at people. That is not. And what are the the people doing? And what are the people doing? Are they just down on their knees praying? Are they, or are they throwing frozen water bottles at the officers? Uh, Yeah, right. Okay, listen, Joe. Sometime you ought to go study this, figure it out. (laughs) Go through history class again. Get yourself straightened up about what country we live in. And yes, people get mad. They do bad things. Bad people do bad things when they get a chance to, as in crashing stores and stealing TVs. But good people are worried about racial injustice. And you sit there on your white privileged couch saying, I don't see any of that. It doesn't bother me any. And... You're missing the point. Well, I think you're missing the point. There are ways right. to achieve social justice that do not involve riots and destruction of property. Martin oh, Luther King. Martin Luther King, for once and for all, set the tone for that. You may want to go back to the Boston Tea Party, but I prefer to think of Dr. King. Wasn't the Revolutionary War violent? Well, all, they're all violent. It was, yeah, uh, I yeah, think so. That was a yeah, was kind of a revolutionary thing. I, I think hear. so. All right, Than, thank you so much for your viewpoint. It's been promptly ignored by half the audience, so we, we appreciate you checking <laughs> oh, in. Hey, hey, Mark, one thing, and you know this too. I'm I'm really used to being ignored by one half the audience. <laughs> okay. All okay. right. Thank well, you so much. Just cheer up, Dan. The other half ignores me. <laughs> All right. One uh, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, we'll take more comers. Uh, we are focusing on the uh, ongoing unrest and, and significant uh, violent conflicts between protesters and police in Seattle and Portland, and it's popping up on other cities around the U.S. as well. We can talk about Mifflin where there was a couple of rallies over the weekend, hundreds and hundreds of people. How many gas canisters were fired at the peaceful demonstrators in Mifflinburg? I don't know, Joe. You you watch Fox News. What's their version of this? (laughs) All right, 1-800-795-9565. Did you watch Fox 56's news last night? The coverage. Oh, okay. Geez, you missed a a conservative viewpoint on that one. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Trade in and trade up at Sunbury Motors Kia. From now until the end of the month, Sunbury Motors Kia will give you more. That's right, more than your car is worth. Take advantage of Kia's first ever trade-in assist bonus cash. Get an extra $1,500 on third row 2020 Serenos. There's 22 available with savings up to $7,025. SMC has an extra $1,000 on the versatile 2020 Sportages. There's 27 available with savings up to $4,655. Plus an extra $1,000 on the stylish 2020 Kia Soul. With 17 available and savings up to 44.24, the demand for quality pre-owned vehicles is at an all-time high. So stop in Sunbury Motors Kia for your upgrade today. Trade in, trade up at Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Retail trade in assist applies for model year 2000 or newer Kia or competitive models. 
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. We got our callers lined up for the rest of the show. Eric's been waiting. Oh, the rest of this segment. (laughs) Eric, you're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Mark, welcome back. Thank you. Um, I want to try to interject a little positivity into today's discussion. I want to applaud. Applaud if not agree with. Uh, Both uh, rallies which were held in Misselberg over the weekend that all reports I saw well, they were both they were both done peacefully and re- uh, somewhat respectfully, uh, and I want to applaud all those who participated. I uh, just read about the uh, I thought it was an interesting title in the Daily Item: the Free Speech uh, Rally on Saturday, which took place I guess in front of Wangers, and then uh, actually I had two good friends of mine who attended the rally on Sunday, which I believe was held more or less on the sidewalks of Mifflinburg uh, in support of the LGBT community um, that I want to applaud everyone who was involved in that, that it was a peaceful protest and from the reports I have uh, done well. Um, my friends who were attended yesterday stated they had some folks who drove by and, and maybe, you know, had some gestures and so forth, but there was no uh, outright, uh, you know, uh, violent protest, anti-protest or anything. And, in fact, uh, the, uh, my friend said that there was a uh, Mifflinburg police officer who was uh, monitoring, as, as I believe they should, as a, uh, you know, a local police officer, you know, uniformed and so forth, that his mask had slipped down. And uh, my, my uh, friends who were also masked, everyone was masked, uh, mentioned to him that his mask had slipped down, and he, he, he chuckled and put his mask back up. Uh, uh, so uh, all reports said it was done peacefully, uh, and I applaud. I applaud the folks who were involved in both, both sides of the of the uh, uh, issue there in Mifflinburg. Okay. Yep, free speech on display, so we appreciate that. All right, thank you so thank much, you, Eric. Thanks for checking in. Uh, next up, Carl from Mifflinburg. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning, and welcome back, Mark. I, I just want to echo exactly pretty much what Eric just said. I actually participated yesterday. I was on my Honda Goldwing trike with my Trump flag, and I drove up and down the middle of uh, Mifflinburg probably about a half a dozen times. Everybody was very respectful, and uh, I, I thought it was a it was a good, very very good day. Uh, as uh, Eric said, there was uh, from what I saw from from my side of the display, uh, I had nobody say anything negative to me from uh, what I will call the opposite side. Uh, in fact, most of them said I love you, so I thought that was kind of kind of fun. But it was a it was a good day both Saturday for uh, the rally on Saturday and a good day for the rally on Sunday. A lot of uh, mutual respect was extended, which was, was nice to see. Well, so, you can't get more oppositional than saying I love you to somebody. Whew. That's bad. Yeah, yeah, it was. Like I said, it was a very. I, I had a lot of fun. You know, like I said I had my Trump flag and. Uh, you know, they, they presented their position. I presented my position. I had some very good conversations with people. I pulled over on the bike and talked with them. And uh, overall, very good day uh, for Mifflinburg. And I think it showed the people that we up here in Mifflinburg, uh, we, you know, we're not negative to them. We, we let them come into our town. They did their thing, and they left. The only thing that I heard, though, uh, on the news last night, and you guys actually mentioned it a couple of times, that there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. There really weren't. Uh, there was probably at the most on the LPGT side, I think I have the right, all the letters in there. Uh, I missed the Q, sorry. And the I and, and the A. 
And There's now an I and an A on there, too, and a plus sign. Okay, well, but anyway, there was probably 100, maybe 125 people uh, spread out, you know, in representing uh, that organization. So that numbers are always inflated. But uh, for overall, I think Mifflinburg did a great job of uh, hosting, and uh, hopefully they, you know, don't have to come back and protest our town again. No stormtroopers, huh? Nobody throwing uh, frozen water bottles at the police. Police weren't firing rubber bullets at anybody. Yeah, <laughs> None no, of that in okay. Mifflinburg. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Carl. Thanks for. Thanks, Carl. Perfect. Thanks for checking in. Appreciate that. Uh, Audrey, thank you so much for calling in. Very glad to hear you on the radio. You're on the mark. Okay, just a quick couple of points on the problems in Oregon. First of all, did the federal troopers that Trump sent in help matters or make them worse? That is a question everybody should ask themselves. Another question, although it may be legal, is it constitutional for Trump to send troops that he specifically said he was sending to Democratic-run cities? And one other point, and this is to Joe, I loved how he just said they weren't there kneeling, and he was one of the biggest protesters and against the football players kneeling. So I don't know what he's looking for. I said, but the main question is, is it better or worse? that Trump sent federal troopers that were, I know they were marked in little four-by-four, but... Did it make it better? Well, here's the here's the answer to your question. If they had not been threatening federal property, he wouldn't have sent them in. Had they gone home after their protest and nobody had done anything bad, they wouldn't have been sent. So you're saying that what they... What happened to the state troopers? I don't, I don't know what happened to them. You'd have to ask the governor. Yeah, really, I think you better ask the governor. All right. And yeah. I said the words, they weren't kneeling in prayer. I didn't say they weren't kneeling in protest. I said in prayer. All right, Audrey, we are put you on hold. We're going to finish your comments after the top of the hour. You're welcome to hold on and or call back. It'll be about seven or eight minutes from right now. You're listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury. We're right in the middle of a vibrant discussion on On the Mark on WKOK. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Call in Audrey if you'd like to finish your remarks. We'd love to hear from your Aubrey, I guess it was. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. would like to be a new caller in line. Uh, join up now. 1-800-795-9565. We talked about protests locally and protests nationally. Uh, the term several hundred uh, popped up in our uh, copy yesterday, and that was to make reference to individuals who were allies that were motoring in the public and the counter-protesters and all of the uh, people who were participating in the LBGTPQ Pride Parade yesterday. So that's where we got that term, several hundred. But I think what you they mean by... You forgot the I and the A and the plus. I-A plus, right. 
and I think uh, that was to summarize everybody who was there. And when they say several hundred, I think what we mean is about 200. So uh, not far off. You said the Daily Item had an estimate of 175. Okay, so we're not too far divergent on that. Maybe we're overstating it. That could always be. It is, in fact, an estimate. But, uh, yeah, so I hope that answers one of our good caller's remarks. But we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565 on the mark sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. You can email us, as uh, strangely enough, no one has done so far today, on the mark at WKOK.com. We have one left over from yesterday that has a couple of two, three different topics in it, so we can read that in segments. Uh, you can text us at 70236. I don't see the Text Connect screen. There it is. Okay, so no texters yet. So call in now, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, the presidential campaign with uh, Joe Biden and President Trump has been in the news, so each of those two characters occasionally gets uh, some some remarks on this show. Uh, COVID, uh, the protests around the U.S., and I guess those are some of the big uh, topics, so we'd love to hear from you. Uh, there were dozens of people on many of the street corners and parks in Mifflinburg Sunday as a socially distanced protest was held. Participants were primarily part of the LGBTQ IA plus Pride Parade, but there were a few counter-protesters. The protest was organized and sponsored by the IM Alliance, Green New Deal Lewisburg, If Not Us Then Who, Susquehanna Valley Ethical Society, and Mifflinburg Against Racism and Hate. Saturday at the nearby Wanger store, uh, several First Amendment support rally participants were there, hundreds of those to raise funds for the families of the murder victims from Hummelsworth from that shooting uh, earlier this month. The Valley added eight new COVID-19 cases to the totals tabulated by the state to Sunday. Union County had the most of those, with four new cases, bringing their total to 119. Northumberland County had two new cases, Montour County had two new cases, and Snyder County had no new cases added Sunday. Many of the state's 800 new cases were in Allegheny County, where they had 133 new cases, and in Philadelphia County, where they had under 48 cases. But in each county, those numbers are actually down from totals experienced earlier this month. It's thought that some additional mitigation measures there seem to be working. Additionally, the state says younger people in those counties now make up a higher proportion of the cases in those areas. Weekend recap comes from Sarah Lover, who was at the anchor desk on Sunday and says... A Laurelton man is facing 36 counts, including 16 felony charges after allegedly raping a child over a span of four years while babysitting. Court documents say 32-year-old William Akey raped a young girl between the years of 2005 and 2009. At the time, the child was between four and eight years old. Akey was between 17 and 21 years old. He was a neighbor of the young girl and stayed at the victim's home a couple of weeks at a time. Akey was arraigned on 36 charges in district court last week and was then released on $50,000 unsecured bail. 
And Bucknell University's president, board chair, and public safety director have announced steps that the university will take to combat racism on campus. They include more listening and understanding, additional employee training on diversity, and incorporating injustice and inequality into the curriculum. The campus leaders also call for the creation of an anti-racism fund and the hiring of a new director of multicultural student services. President John Bravman said that the university must and will do better moving forward. A Susquehanna University professor will be helping national leaders make decisions regarding the COVID-19 pandemic. Susquehanna says Nicholas Clark, associate professor and chair of the Department of Political Science, was recently appointed to the President Task Force on the COVID-19 response of the American Political Science Association. APSA is the largest association of political scientists and public policy experts in the world, and Clark is the only representative from a small liberal arts college. Sarah Lover, News Radio 1070, WKOK. A historical panel has advanced plans to remove a 144-year-old statue of Christopher Columbus from South Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Inquirer reports that the Philadelphia Historical Commission voted 10 to 2 Friday in favor of moving the now boarded-up statue from Marconi Plaza. A voice, a, a, the vote, I'm sorry, clears the way for the city's art commission to decide its fate at a scheduled August 12th meeting. City crews earlier built a wooden box around the statue following clashes between protesters and residents, and the city later announced plans to seek its removal, something some South Philadelphia residents have sued to block. And protests took a violent turn in several U.S. cities over the weekend with demonstrators squaring off against federal agents outside a courthouse in Portland, Oregon, and forcing police in Seattle to retreat into a station house. Vehicles were set ablaze Saturday night or early Sunday in California and in Richmond, Virginia, and armed protester was shot and killed during an anti-police violence protest in Austin, Texas. Well, that's a weird one to say out loud. An armed protester was shot and killed during an anti-police violence protest in Austin, Texas, after police say he approached a car that had been driven through the demonstration and the driver shot him. Authorities say someone was shot and wounded in Aurora, Colorado, after a car drove through a protest there. What was it, New York, where they found a satchel that had Molotov Guns cocktails? And, yeah. Got stuff in it, arms. Not guns, but magazines. Well, there was another one that they found some guns. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's... But, you know, I love this, calling them stormtroopers and thugs. That's exactly... Now, pay attention to this, because it's true. Those are exactly the same terms Governor George Wallace and the governor of Mississippi used to describe the federal officials sent in to enforce school desegregation in the South. So he was wrong then, and these protesters are wrong not? Is that well, what you're no, saying? Well, no, I'm saying if they're thugs, were they thugs then when they were doing something the left wanted, or are they thugs now when they're trying to stop people on the far left from destroying cities? Well, you know, it was all right. If they're coming in to do what I want them to do, they're wonderful people. Yeah, they're but if they're coming officers. in, right, if they're coming in to do something I don't want them to do, well, they're thugs and Gestapo and stormtroopers. Can we get serious? These are federal law enforcement officials doing Where their jobs. Where is the word stormtrooper? Is it in there? Uh, I've seen memes on TV and uh, on uh, the Internet. And oh, I've I see. Okay. So people on Facebook see. referring to them as stormtroopers. Okay. This is definitely written with a left lean to it, but that word itself is not actually in here. Well, but you know, I'm sure you, you won't have to look very far to find a story where it is used. <laughs> by, by AP. By AP, Okay, right. that's right. What, what, what do you call it? 
absolutely pathetic. <laughs> well, they're not that bad. They definitely have a left lean. I like how they do the fact-checking, uh, the AP. Of course, they do this all the time, and Joe and I only look at a few of them. But uh, they do say, you know, for the most part, the president is half true on most of the things that he says. But their, ver- their wording for something that's half true is, oh, my gosh, almost 51% false, you know, or... Unbelievable or right. contrary to all the evidence. And then when Joe Biden says something that's untrue, they said, this cannot be proven at this time. But Joe Biden, this is a longstanding opinion of his, you know, or something like that. Yeah, well, there, there so. was a story that resurfaced again about him lying about his college degree, saying he graduated with three degrees and saying he was in the top half of his law class, all of which were false. I wonder who revived that story. And Well, it was revived, I guess, and by people who don't like <laughs> Joe Biden. Wasn't he a plagiarist? Yeah, plagiarism was what forced him out of an earlier presidential okay. run. And he's done that again with Bernie's plan or Bernie's platform. Well, now, I noticed that I kept sending you. He has press availabilities every day, and I sent those to you, but I noticed that you chose to ignore them. I didn't ignore them because they're not they're not the same kind of press availabilities. They're open. The, they're, they're open, but he calls on people to submit their questions, no, and the no, people no. he calls on are his favorite reporters no, every, who aren't going to ask him a tough question. Every single one of them, every reporter there, he goes from one to the next to the next to the next to the next. He's not hiding in the basement. Yes, he is. Oh, Joe. Just because Fox said it's true, it's not true. But listen, let's suppose he does have limited press availability. Here's what it says. This is a story that was in the Penn Live this morning. Biden's most recent news conference consisted of him reading words other people had written off of a teleprompter and promising to answer questions at a later date. That's an editorial. Get out of here. That's not a factual story. It is true. That's what Biden did. He said he'd answer questions later. It is just the... Oh, Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe has... Mark, 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 Mark. <laughs> All right. Let's there suppose... you okay. go again. <laughs> let's Remember when I said I had Lawrence's worthless recipe for right. the president to get reelected? First of all, he'd have to start telling the truth. You know, he should do his press briefings regularly, which I notice he's taken me up on that. Now he still lies all the time, but he's definitely taken us up on that in the series of things. I think Joe's been given the same thing that says, okay, here's how you become president. Keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything. Hide in the basement. Don't don't have wide open news conferences where anybody can ask you anything. So I think he's just doing whatever the recipe is that's been laid out by his smart advisors to become president. Now he isn't hiding in the basement, and he believe, even though Joe doesn't believe it, he has open press avails every day. And every day last week, I sent Joe our invitation, which Joe declined to follow up on. But nonetheless, that they are still coming out, and within the half an hour, we'll get another one that will explain if this is a typical day anyway well, here's, of when his availabilities are. Here's more from that story. His handlers clearly understand that he's not capable of engaging in any freewheeling discussion of his policy pronouncements or of answering tough questions. Joe. They've heard his garbled and often incoherent responses to the most simple inquiries and are terrified of the potential for absolute disaster if he's called upon to explain the complex. I think that's what I just said. That's an AP story right there. <laughs> oh, it is not. It's an editorial. But it's fine. But that is probably true. I think that's what I said, not with quite the edge to it. But uh, I think his handlers are saying, look, Joe, stay in the basement. It's, you know, right. Don't come upstairs. It only hurts the ball club. So, But but we don't know where he stands. I mean, with like, like Trump or hate him, he, you know where he stands. He's out there talking to the media every day on a hostile, an extremely hostile press corps, and he takes their questions. <laughs> a hostile. 
national press corps. Yeah, that's Joe exactly Biden. what. Oh, for no, President, for President Trump. Trump. Well, he, you got to give him credit for that. I mean, I, I, the president only has done half a dozen things I've liked since he took office, and hundreds of things I disliked. But one of the things he does do is he does that. Not only does he do that. But eventually, everybody gets called on. Even if your your question is going to be, President, it's true that you're a rotten, mongrel person that shouldn't be allowed to stay alive or something like that. He takes the Every question. day he goes to this. So, yeah, he deserves credit for that. Well, he doesn't. Uh, Joe he, Biden did that. He, they're probably, he would be out of the race uh, in two or three Joe minutes. Joe does do that. But, you know, Fox doesn't go to his news conferences or, or whomever well, no, wants come to, on. or the people from the Hill. The don't president, president has now started that briefing again every afternoon. Guess who's not carrying it? CNN. Oh, I understand that. Well, you can't cover that. It's it's Why? 90 MSNBC minutes a day. covers it. Really? MSNBC and Fox oh, cover okay. it, but okay. CNN does not. All ninety minutes every single day. That's a half. Cut it down to about a half an hour. Now. Oh, he's shorter now. All right. Anyway, to be continued. Yes, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'll take more covers on these topics. Uh, it is an open Monday, so we can talk about everything. We started out our show uh, talking about federal agents being among the law enforcement agencies that are clashing regularly with police in northwestern U.S. Well, they're not clashing with the law enforcement agencies aren't clashing with police. With protesters. protesters. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Joe, it's See funny. Another how, AP story right out of your mouth. Every mistake I make, Joe catches. And every, jo- every mistake Joe makes, nobody catches. That's so wrong. I don't make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what it is. Your funnels need adjustment. Uh, Lance, well, let me do that while Lance is talking. Thank you so much for being patient, uh, Lance. You're on the mark. Well, that's okay. I just put it on uh, speakerphone. Okay. I'm listening anyway, so it doesn't much matter. But uh, the deal is here, um, welcome back for sure. Thank you. And uh, I think that Joe read the same article that I did just recently about George Wallace and about the whole thing, you know, about the stormtroopers. Right. So that's what I was, I was calling about that. But here, it all depends, um, I guess, whose ox is being gored. It's just like uh, hmm. well, Trump. When uh, he was at Mount Rushmore, it was a relic, a relic of heritage and history of oppression, you know. And Obama, and they say, well, it was, a, it's majestic and quite a sight <laughs> the way they describe Mount Rushmore. But those are editorial and, comments, correct? Well, yeah, okay. And then uh, also for uh, for uh, Trump, it's a symbol of slavery and stolen land. So. <laughs> I hope you see it. But anyway, I was at a place where they had on a computer uh, a bunch of videos from the riots. And my goodness, if those people were peaceful, I'm a ballerina. I'm mean, no kidding. How's your tutu fitting these days? <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. definitely not uh, peaceful up in northwestern U.S. No, that's for sure. And it's just and they the opposite. Them there. Honestly, they were shooting these fireworks. You know, right. against the building, I guess, in hopes of setting on fire. And they come over and they set fire to the uh, the plywood, you know, that they had, uh, you know, up at the uh, windows. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, that's <laughs> arson is a felony. And I think I called before about a friend of mine who set fire to his own stuff and wound up in jail for 15 years. And when you look at uh, the little booklet that comes with your carry permit, one of the things where it says you can shoot is someone in the act of arson. 
So, you know, with that, why something else here too. Uh, if Fan is listening, I need his new phone number. Oh, I'm sorry, we can't, can't can't do personal messages on the air. It's oh, against oh, FCC regulations. So you oh, can't okay. ask for somebody's phone number. <laughs> no, so I all, take all it back. He could call me. No, 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 no. We're not allowed. You're missing the whole point. Oh. You're not allowed to use the per, oh, commercial oh. airways for personal messages. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I didn't realize it. I surely won't do that again. Okay. Good. <laughs> all right, Lance. Thank you so much. But, Anything else? Uh, I, I guess this isn't on uh, topic right now, but Joe, uh, at sundry times, you mentioned that you were uh, quite in favor of our current system of uh, education. Public schools, yes, I am yeah. very much. I mean, need to think it needs to be strengthened. And no cyber schools, no uh-huh. public, no private schools, no uh, vouchers. I'm not saying what you want to do with them. No vouchers, as far as I'm concerned. And let, but you know, we need to spend more money to strengthen our schools. Now that means the oh. teachers got to give up some things too. They've got to give up tenure, and they've got to be performance-based teachers. But I want to see us put a lot more money into everybody getting a good education. So a black person doesn't need to say my kid goes to an inferior school. All schools should be superior. Oh, don't dump it into the teachers' union, then. You know what Weingarten said when they, she was going on and on about all the things they were going to do for the teachers. And the guy says, what about the kids? And she said, well, when the kids start paying union dues, I will worry about the kids. <laughs> well, like I say, and the teachers have to give here, up stuff, too. We have, you look at the wages here. Why, Oops, there's uh, go. a teacher that I guess teaches middle school. It would be making a, a 200, if you figure a 200-day school year, would be making about $530 a day. I don't know what kind of degrees you'd have to have, but what would you be doing in junior high? Well, All right, the bottom line so is the teachers do a lot that they are not paid for. They spend a lot of their own money trying to make the classrooms better for the kids, and they deserve to be treated with respect and dignity. But they also need to teach in a good way, and they need to be professionals at it, and if they can't m- pass the muster, then they need to be let go. So, I mean, to me, it's a double-edged sword. You give the teachers more, but you expect more from them, and you strip away from them an uh, absolute guarantee of employment for the entire life of their their entire life. All right. Thank you so much, Lance. Appreciate the call. Lots of luck call- with tenure. Okay. Bye. Right. I will call you and solve that personal dilemma that you outlined as well. Quickie break. we got two callers waiting. We'll be right back. Trade in and trade up at Sunbury Motors Kia. From now until the end of the month, Sunbury Motors Kia will give you more. That's right, more than your car is worth. Take advantage of Kia's first ever trade-in assist bonus cash. Get an extra $1,500 on third row 2020 Serenos. There's 22 available with savings up to $7,025. SMC has an extra $1,000 on the versatile 2020 Sportages. There's 27 available with savings up to $4,655. Plus an extra $1,000 on the stylish 2020 Kia Soul. With 17 available and savings up to 44.24, the demand for quality pre-owned vehicles is at an all-time high. So stop in Sunbury Motors Kia for your upgrade today. Trade in, trade up at Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Retail trade and assist applies for model year 2000 or newer Kia or competitive model. All right, we have asked for and received a. a 
short email from one of our fabulous emailers. It must have killed her to stop at 100 words, but she did it. Says Mark, maybe you are already in Betty for the night when Joe has his news conferences, but I'm not. I watched one night and he kind of got lost in who he was supposed to call on next for the planned response that he had already prepared for them. He made the stupid comment as he shuffled through his paperwork on the podium and said out loud to himself, who am I supposed to call on next? Those stupid news conferences for Basement Joe are planned already in its entirety. Uh, HTH, do you allow, how the heck do you allow yourself to protect him with your attitude? This man actually wants to be the main person representing the United States of America. Who would be his coach? Probably Nancy, AOC, and Hillary. Really? Wouldn't this be a great place to live? Not. Not. <laughs> Not. Not. Thank you. Yeah, I'm who not am I bri- supposed to call on next? Who's got the next big softball I saw question that. Oh, they me. ran a clip on Fox. It was crazy. <laughs> Poor guy. I-, I feel bad for him. He's obviously cognitively impaired, and so... Uh, but he's your choice for president. No, 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 no. I I didn't pick him. There were so many good Democrats, it's it's really bad that we were missing you know, one of those instead of him. I'm, I'm only trying to be a finder of fact. If you say he's hiding in the basement and not taking any questions, my observation is that he has open media every day, but I did see that exchange that she described there. Of course, that's making a lot of hay on social media. So, But I, he's not my choice for president. I'm not protecting him. I'm only trying to find fact on this show. As so. I said to, to uh, Steve last week, he walks into an empty auditorium, reads a statement, and leaves. I Try to ask him questions. He won't take them. I sincerely doubt that I'll vote for either of the mainstream candidates. But who I will vote for yet, I don't yet know. So, since uh, that's well, We don't know who the third-party candidates are yet, do we? No, not really. They don't have their, well, their selection opportunities. They're not really conventions, I guess, this year. I saw over the weekend, or last week, the president said that we can't do the Florida function, so that's not going to happen. But he's the nominee, and it looks like Biden will be the Democratic nominee. If I were the Democrats, I'd pick somebody sharp and pick them now and run that person in the fall, but it might be too late. 1-800-795-9565. Bob, thank you so much for waiting so long. You are on the mark. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I think Joe should be uh, recommend uh, commenting on the, the crap that he put up with last week. When you're not there, you're, some of your guests, uh, it sounds like WKOK The View. They talk over the top of each other. They can't. They have their own opinion. They won't listen. My main goal is face mask. I was shopping on Saturday in the, in the hardware store on Chestnut Street in Sunbury, and I was had to wait on the, on the representative to give me a hand. And there's a sign all over, face masks required. One gentleman my age or older walked by me that worked there with no face mask. I went to Walmart. I talked to the greeter. I said, what's going on? He said, well, some of them wear masks. He said, we, we are allowed to challenge them. But he said, if they give us a fit, we have to call security, and, and, and then they get kicked out. But otherwise, we let them in. Well, I don't know. This is this is kind of like halfway, halfway. Well, I understand and, and can go get along and understand the gays and lesbians. Trans, I have a problem with. They say who they are. They're only halfers. They haven't taken the root of surgery or whatever, but I'm supposed to respect what the physical body looks like when that isn't the person at all. I, I don't think this is quite correct. I think the people that wear the face ma- don't wear the face mask should have a certificate on their chest saying Dr. So-and-so, their name, and the phone number of the doctor saying they don't have to wear masks. The Amish and Mennonites are getting away with this. They travel I, They travel for the night, farther than I have in the last couple of months. They've been to the Smoky Mountains. They've been to New York State. They've been to Lancaster. 
they go back blending their, into our, our people. So how do they what, just? How why do, am I wearing a mask? How do they justify not wearing masks? I mean, there's nothing biblical about mask wearing, is there? That the, the dates from the 1860s or the Industrial Revolution? Thou shall not cover thy face. We have a physical condition. That's what the Amish say? The Amish I'm talking about. Yep, that's what I'm talking about. They say they have a physical condition. That's what they say. They found out they can get by with that. This is ridiculous. One one bad apple will spoil a bushel. And we we are so low here in our area, we should thank God for that. But why are we tightened down like Philadelphia and, and, and Pittsburgh and whatever? We can't move, hardly. It's a shame. Yeah. That's my opinion, and thanks for taking hey, my call. Hey, thank you for sure. calling. Appreciate your call, Bob. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Did you get a chance to? Yes, I did. Okay, oh, good, good, go. Mark, there was just violence in Portland over the weekend. Really? The anarchists have been attacking the federal courthouse for over 50 days. Joe, the vaulted Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, called the federal agents protecting the courthouse stormtroopers. The Democrats are supporting the rioting and looting of property and assaulting of people. Right. So the there, Nancy one. Pelosi. I wonder if she would have called the them stormtroopers when they sent them into the South during the segregation era to open up the public schools. Then they were probably wonderful people. Now they're stormtroopers. Next one makes reference to what you would call elder abuse. <laughs> yeah, Joe Biden is being abused by his handlers. Okay. <laughs> And then this one goes up. It says, Mark, none of the 20-some Democratic primary candidates were good, but at least the rest of them could have given a coherent response to a question, even if it was wrong. All right. Thank you so much for those texts. We appreciate that. We've got a caller standing by. Joseph is the last caller right before break. Uh, good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Hey, excuse me. Thank, me for, uh, thank you for taking my call. Yes, I want to, and that was Nancy Pelosi, by the way, you were talking earlier, that said, made that comment. And that's encouraging these uh, anarchists, uh, by the way. And she's saying that Trump is encouraging, or not encouraging them, but adding uh, fuel to the fire by sending these federal agents to protect federal buildings. That's ridiculous. Number one. Now, when this started out, if you if, look at history, look at look at the, the Nazis when they came into power. Look at the the, the fascists, and and in Spain when Marco came into power, and how the, the revolution took place. It started slowly. And in New York City last year, before this pandemic and all that, they were pouring water on policemen. When I saw that, it, it really bothered me to see that, the policemen just uh, cowing down and not doing anything about it. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't fathom that, how they got away with it. But look what, how that has escalated. And so if we don't get a handle, if they don't get a handle on this, it's going to get out of control. And it will be a revolution. There will be a revolution here in America. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. And, and I know it will happen. Uh, you wait till uh, October, September, and into November. It doesn't matter if Trump gets in or if, if uh, Biden gets in. Either way, the top is going to blow off of this thing. And this is actually fulfillment of prophecy. And people don't realize this, how, how the curse is upon these cities of a nation that allows... Uh, pornography that allows abortion, that allows uh, queers to practice openly and LGBTQs and all that stuff there, which Yahweh himself condemns those lifestyles of adultery, fornication, and so forth and so on. And he said, I'll destroy your cities. And this is what's happening. You can see it. Uh, and people don't realize what's, what's, what's coming down the pike. It is going to be a disaster this fall. I'll, right. I'll tell you, you just wait and see. 
<laughs> right. We appreciate that. Hope you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, how about it? All right, thank you. Too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Joseph. Appreciate your call. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Take care. Appreciate that. Uh, we invite you to do something I just did yesterday. That's What go, was that? Go to sunburymotors.com. Oh, did you? What just, did you buy this time? <laughs> another Ford Ranger. <laughs> uh, I did look at a Ford F-150. till I had all the accoutrements on my Ford Ranger, I was almost into Ford F-150 territory, and the app says, uh, you know, you can consider a baseline Ford F-150 Lariat for all of the accoutrements that you have glued onto your Ranger. But nonetheless, I mean, even the color, I paid extra for it to get the metallicized. So, anyway, you can do what I did. Uh, go to sunburymotors.com, check out the entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, or Hyundai inventory that is there. It's a real opportunity for you to see all the vehicles there and all the details. You can even make an offer if you so choose, or you can see what their bottom line price is. And then, you can look at the pre-owned inventory that's there. Maybe there's already a vehicle in existence that is in perfect condition that's ready for you. You always save a lot when you enjoy a pre-owned vehicle, so here's your opportunity to do so. Select your perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home. It's an opportunity for you to be served by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can go and visit them in person if you so choose on 4th Street in Sunbury and on Route 11 and 15 in Hummelsworth. Maybe your car just needs a little pep-up. Boy, you can take it to the quick lane. Do as I do. Go to the quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury and get pumped up with nitrogen and your vehicle will be in tip-top shape as a result. Make sure any vehicle purchase you do starts out at sunburymotors.com. You start out by clackety-clacking sunburymotors.com and you end up a happy customer and uh, everybody will be glad you did. You're listening to On The Mark, WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On The Mark and uh, one of our good listeners sent us a text uh, since Joe got an award for putting up with all those callers and hosts last week. Another listener sends us a text and says, actually, it is the listeners and especially the guest co-hosts who deserve an award for putting up with Joe last week. <laughs> what did you do last week? Did you irritate people? I don't know. I, well, I you irritate people have. every day, just as you irritated the other half what? of the people. <laughs> All right. 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. U.S. Congressman Fred Keller going to be our guest tomorrow telephonically at 8.30 a.m. talking about a wide range of things. Of course, they're trying to come up with some sort of a, I guess it would be CARES 5 or 4 or 5, I forget. 
kind of lose track of which which is which, but they want to spend another trillion dollars of your grandchildren's money. Oh, no, Nancy money. wants to spend three trillion. Three trillion, okay. Republicans want to spend a trillion. Okay, yes, I did hear that, uh, of your grandchildren's money. Your great, m- we're into your great-great-grandchildren oh, great, great. now. Okay. So, yeah, we got... To, see, that's they love legacy and heritage in Washington, D.C. They make sure that your future generations are paying for their mistakes now. Right. Our you're, mistakes. You're on the mark. Well, I was talking to a meter, uh, a metallurgist, okay. and he, he was talking about microns, and I guess there's like um, they're really small things, and uh, it's a small measurement. I, yeah, it's a it's a measurement, and the cloth mask, he said, is in like trying to stop for the corona. It's like trying to stop a mosquito with a chain link fence. And he said something like the micron is 20 and the chain link fence hole is 400. That's for inhaling, but for exhaling, the same doesn't hold true because the virus is contained in large droplets of saliva that can't get through. But you know that if you had an informed conversation with that expert. Well, an N95 has an exhaust that would let that out. I wondered about that. <laughs> is that, is that not true? An exhaust that lets that out because that's the only one that you can really wear when you have a pair of goggles on so you don't mess up your goggles with your uh, condensation from your exhale. Yeah, I wonder about that. Well, a lot of cloth masks people are selling now or they're sort of a foamy or a cloth or a comparable have a vent. And I thought, well, that's just precisely what the cloth is trying to prevent is the free exit of... And I told you about the three guys that went to a local hospital, walked out, and they filled out everything to take the test, to get the COVID test, and they got tired of waiting and walked out after two and a half hours and got a call a couple days later, and they were all positive. Well, Snopes says that's a myth, a widely circulated myth, but you know these individuals in person? It's happening all over the country. I got you. Okay. Right. Yeah, the myth is everywhere. But well, Snopes says it. Oops, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Snopes says at least one of the cases is a myth, but and that it's been widely circulated. But I would just love for one of these individuals who waited in line, left, and then got a positive test result uh, to call us so we can talk to them in person. Joe never did hear back on his lovely bride's test. So. No, we did. Uh, we oh. finally heard back that they lost it. How long? Oh, I see. Okay. It took several weeks. We had to send a note off asking what happened to the results. They mm-hmm. sent us a note back saying, don't ask again. And then maybe a week and a half <laughs> later, they got a note saying they lost it. Oh, man, so to speak. Well, a, family, a family member of mine had to wait 10 days and then uh, he he actually got his test from shared support. It got sent out to California, and it had a tracking number that you could track it. And it said it arrived there on a Monday, and we had to stay with him because it's that's a wonderful thing that shared support. He got his own place and everything now, but uh, we had to stay with him ten days as family members because shared support couldn't go until the test came back. Okay. And then when, the, then when he did come back negative it was already 10 days old now we can't go in his home we have to visit him outside of his home but we were in there for 10 days with him and it, it doesn't make any sense 
at all. I mean, well, yeah, the testing is uh, is bad, and it's getting worse because more people are interested in testing. Of course, you and I just volunteering for a test, we still can't do that. So, but you wouldn't want to. It would really overwhelm the system. It's already weeks and weeks and weeks behind. All right, thank you so much, Al. Appreciate that. Well, and people blame President Trump for making sure that the. testing system is up to date. I'm sure he has a responsibility, but Congress could fix this, too. Well, what's he supposed to do? He I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that He can't question. personally go out and mix the batch of the tests up and right. send them out and deliver them. I mean, he can tell what they're being paid for. Oh, and how much of this is on the governor? You're, and now I you're saw a Pennsylvanian, that, too. Now I saw that there's a, a scam going on, a phone scam, where people are calling senior citizens and saying that they have to take the test mm. and that they have to you give them a credit card for $50 to cover the cost of mailing the test and the results. Oh dear. And that's a scam because they're supposed to be testing is supposed to be free. And you know, even though they didn't get my wife the results, it was free to us when we took the test. I'm sure somebody's paying for it. Well, but. You got what you paid for. <laughs> you got what All I paid right. for, right. Well somebody's paying for it though, right? Yeah, somebody's paying. Uh Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Good to hear you back, Mark. We won't beat you up too much. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, uh the reason they keep Biden in there is because he's not going to end up, even if he wins, he's not going to be the president. It's going to be the person they pick as vice president. After, If he wins the election, they'll declare him incompetent to be president, which I think everyone realizes that. And then... They'll pick their, what they're down to four people, the way I understand it, all left-winger women. And uh, that's what their goal is. This is their chance, what they feel, to get a, a, another left-winger like Obama. You wonder why President Obama's out now with uh, helping Biden. But, and he didn't even want him to pick Biden at first. But now the plan, they have it all fixed in order. Get If Biden gets elected, we know he's incompetent. We'll get him out and get our finally get our left-wing candidate back in that we always wanted in. And then, just suppose they get the Democratic Party wins Congress again. Uh, oh boy! Then we get Nancy Pelosi would be the backup. They've already got Congress. That's the Senate. They don't have. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. If if they get that back again, keep it. Whatever. There, there. You have Pelosi will be in there. Dan, I and came. There up. you have. That's their goal. And Biden can't debate Trump. That's why they're keeping this pandemic going. They have to keep that going because that would be disaster for Biden and the Democratic Party. If they allow Trump to debate Biden, that's not even going to be nice. It's going to be a blood. It's going to be literally bloody because in touch. My gosh, Trump debated the best debaters in the country. He out-debated Ted Cruz. (laughs) 
who was a top debater at college, and he, Hillary couldn't do debate Trump very good in their three debates. So it's all it's. The plans are there. Dan, I have a, I told you I had a recipe for the president to become, uh, to get reelected, one of which was to wear a mask occasionally, which he's doing now, so I'm glad he finally took my advice on that. Uh, I have a, yeah. right, I have a seven point plan for Joe Biden to become president. One, number one is be quiet. Number two Amen. is, is don't appear anywhere. Number three is don't debate anyone. Number four is pick a popular Democratic woman because she's more likely to be president in the years ahead than you are. Uh, number five, get President Obama to really strongly endorse you. That'll bring a lot of Democrats into this. Number five, or number six is to wear a mask regularly, and which he does do, I think. And number seven is do hold a few big rallies. Just make sure that you only are offering a few words at them. So uh, I think he already is following some of those. And the president, uh, uh, I don't know. He, let's see. I, I said that he should push for unity, review and contextualize the statue things, which he's not uh, participating in that, wear a mask, which he's doing that, uh, listen to the leaders of the protest so that something can be done that they're interested in, stop lying, which obviously hasn't done that yet, and uh, get back in the groove at big rallies and talk a lot at those rallies. Now, I also said he should continue to hold news conferences, and guess what? He's doing that. So, Lawrence's worthless uh, recipes for presidential status. So if they both follow your advice, who wins? I think the incumbent would win. There's a certain power to that. You know, incumbency. People don't want change. In my opinion... Well, we got to go on to the next caller. There's only one way Biden could win, and it's not going to happen. Pick Michelle Obama. I believe... I honestly believe that they could win, and that might be the only way. Okay. I think that's it. If they don't do that, I predict they're going to lose. Maybe she should endorse him, yeah. Okay. I mean, she should be the vice president running mate is the way I don't think it's good, but I think that's the way the Democratic Party could win. Well, I don't disagree with you. Yep. All right. Hey, thank you very much. Thank you, Dan. Have a good one. 1-800-795-9565. we got one open line. We will be right back. Trade in and trade up at Sunbury Motors Kia. From now until the end of the month, Sunbury Motors Kia will give you more. That's right, more than your car is worth. Take advantage of Kia's first ever trade-in assist bonus cash. Get an extra $1,500 on third row 2020 Serenos. There's 22 available with savings up to $7,025. SMC has an extra $1,000 on the versatile 2020 Sportages. There's 27 available with savings up to $4,655. Plus an extra $1,000 on the stylish 2020 Kia Soul. With 17 available and savings up to 44.24, the demand for quality pre-owned vehicles is at an all-time high. So stop in Sunbury Motors Kia for your upgrade today. Trade in, trade up at Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Retail trade and assist applies for model year 2000 or newer Kia or competitive models. Welcome back, Chris. Uh, Welcome back, everybody. But uh, Chris, in particular, has been waiting. He gets three minutes, and then Bob will get one minute at the end of the show. Go ahead, Chris. You're on the mark. Yeah, well, Trump 
Trump has been uh, not answering exactly questions at his own press conferences, the last ones I saw. Like, he took five questions one time and walked away, and then he, uh, he calls on his list of reporters. And if he gets a question he doesn't want to answer, he just insults the reporter or the, or the company they're working for. But he's out oh, there. He's out there question. talking. He's out there talking, and people can report on what he said. That's right. And he wanders. He, he gets more um, distracted than and wanders aimlessly in his discussion more than uh, Joe Biden. Does. Well, we don't know that because Biden won't come out and answer well, questions in a tough yeah, give and take right format. No, I and am right. Participating in the debates. Huh. He was participating in the primary debates and did okay. <laughs> but he's gone downhill considerably since then. Oh, right, right. That's just baloney. Fictional baloney for which you have no evidence whatsoever. My evidence is he won't come out and take the tough questions. He that has to have a not list. That's evidence. That's, that's lack evidence. Of evidence. No, that's evidence. <laughs> that's exactly that's the a, definition that's of That's a prima facie case that the guy is incompetent. <laughs> oh, BS to that. And how quick you are on your feet is not really related to how good a president you're going to be, for that matter. I think yeah, Jack uh, Jack Kennedy and Ronald Reagan would disagree with you. Well, what? That's how you get elected president sometimes. Both were very quick in their you, feet. And remember Reagan's first debate? And then he stole, uh, he stole the... Was that him or Bush that stole the, the prep book and... And, uh, it wasn't, wasn't Ronald Reagan. Reagan. Ronald Reagan's the one who said, I paid for this microphone, give it to me. Yeah, wonderful line. But not very meaningful, really. Okay, one minute left. Go ahead, Chris. Okay, and uh, Trump, is, with the virus, you know, the, he wants the schools open. The first uh, criteria for being able to open schools listed by the government is that your city or town or district, school district, has the virus under control. And so he's telling places where the virus isn't under control to open their schools and threatening to withdraw funding, federal funding, if they don't. That is just crazy stuff. No, what he said was, let the money follow the students. If they're not in a public school, let the money go where they are. That's what he's saying. All right. I'm sorry, Chris. We are out of time, and we got to take our last caller who gets just a minute, but go right ahead. Bob, you get a minute. Go ahead. Well, good morning there. I, I was just curious, where, where can we pick up one of these uh, one of these stoner dictionaries of the English language so we can understand the uh, comments that Van and you and Steve uh, make. Uh, you ought to give Joe one of them and give, uh, give Lance one of them so so we can understand exactly where you're coming from when you explain peaceful demonstrations. <laughs> I didn't say Northwestern U.S. Well, if you find peaceful. a copy of it, if you find a copy of it, Bob, uh, send it okay. to me, would you please? And, and you, well, you need... Uh... Call back tomorrow. We can use more enlightened calls like yours. Yeah, Bob. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Read that real quick. you got just enough says, time. the clown show marches on. Some hilarious callers today. And, of course, that's signed by Tom, the man who hates everything on the right. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. The clowns will be back on the radio tomorrow.